All right, everybody. Welcome to the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center podcast, episode number 11. Woo-hoo, we're back. We're back. Coming <laughs> coming at you. Uh, my name is Ben Parker. I'm the director of technology, uh, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Sarah Julian. Hello, hello. Um, slamming things in the background is technology coordinator Zach Davidson. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> That's Zach throwing a fit. And hey, so man. this podcast is off to a roaring start. As always. As always. So um, in this podcast, took a break from the role series. Zach and I had the enormous privilege of going to San Francisco to the Google Next conference. Jealous. It was so amazing. San Francisco is amazing. The conference yes. was amazing. We learned a lot about what Google's doing and what's coming out this year and some of the cool stuff that's coming. And so... Um, we talked about that. So if you're if you're not a tech nerd or you're not a Google file, maybe this won't be as interesting. But I think there's something in here for everybody. There's some cool stuff that's that's really coming out. I think that teachers, administrators, everybody's going to be able to use. Was it on the year. campus? It was not on the campus. Okay. Though we did go to the campus, and I got drug. I was a part of a Google usability study. So uh, was it like the what was that movie the internship the interns? No, that campus is so unassuming. Like you walk in, it looks uh, like. It, it's it's cool. Well, it's California. Yeah. I mean, come on now. The Apple campus is pretty cool. I have seen that one. Really? But, you yeah. like the Apple campus? Well, but I don't have anything to compare it to. Oh. I My favorite campus of all of them to go to is Facebook, I think. See, I've not been to that one. So, so cool. Uh, Apple campus. I don't campus, know what I'm missing. Everybody was running around so focused. and Yeah. It, they Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I, I say that like it's a bad thing. It seemed but very serious. It's a very serious Even though it was place. a very relaxed atmosphere, you, just everyone looked so focused and yes. yeah, yeah, no fun no, was being had. It's the no fun. Pl- <laughs> no fun zone. People, hopefully no one from Apple <laughs> listens to this. All right. Well, now that we're done running down companies, banging on stuff in the background. All right. So let's talk about the first part of this podcast. It's always just talk about what's happening, what's going yeah. on. And so um, what's happening? Well, you know, we don't have a lot on our upcoming events page simply because we have people out in the field um, doing on-site trainings and 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 going to trainings themselves. Um, But we do have, uh, we mentioned it last um, podcast, is the Superintendent's Advisory Council meeting that's coming up on April 19th. And if you have not registered for that, you probably need to do so. You can do that on our website. Um, We are going to be talking policy and legislation that's going on. But we also have someone from the State Department is coming to talk about the new statute focused on personalized teacher growth. So you'll want to come and and hear all about that. And as always, you know, it's a time for you guys to come in and... uh, and voice your concerns, your ideas. If you got something going on that you want to share, that's something that we need to spread amongst the other districts throughout the state. Then um, you know we'll talk about that. So yeah, and it's just a time to connect. Free for all, man. Pick other superintendents' brains. Free lunch. Free lunch. <laughs> I don't know where we're getting lunch from, but it's always it's always good. good. It's Ugh. always good. It's always good. I'm trying to feed everybody. Well, yes, so. yes. So, so we, sign up on our website. For so that. we have that. Then we also have, I think, one of the things that's really exciting. Um, Dave Cash. Um, Who, who's Dave Cash? Dave Cash is superintendent at Chickasha <laughs> Public Schools. Big and, Dave. And Bianca, who is our interim director of teaching and learning. Yes. Um, they are going to put on a personalized learning day. Yep. Um, so if you have been considering personalized learning or wanting to know more about it, mm-hmm. uh, I think they're going to kind of get in the weeds, talk about the details and, and all that. I, 
if I tell you what's going to happen, I'm, honestly, it's probably going to be a lie at this point because I don't know all the details. I just know they're excited about it. Yes. And they're hoping that you'll come attend and, and learn about personalized learning and how you can do it in your district. And well, and I mean, he's a great person to come and talk about it because he knows firsthand. And he was part of the first cohort that went through this to, uh, to implement personalized learning. So he knows a lot about it and can answer specific questions that you might have. So yeah, that's going to be a great event as well. I think he's, he's excited to talk about things like staffing and, you know, how, like just how you handle all the nuts and bolts of it. Oh my gosh. It is like doing a podcast with three-year-olds in here right now. Oh geez. Okay. Anyway, so it's going to be a good event. Hopefully you yes. come and register. Yes. Um, register and come to the event. And that is not on our website just yet. But as once we've got all the details finalized, we will have that up on our upcoming events page, and you can register by going to it. Perfect. Yes. What else is happening? Well, we do have a couple of upcoming trainings on NWEA for those of you um, who use that assessment system. May 31st and June 1st, those are also not up on our page yet, but we when we get the registration link for those, we will put that up on our site as well, so you can register. Uh, lunch will be provided, of course, for those. And uh, one, the May 31st session is on applying reports. June 1st is on essential reports for administrators. So please um, feel free to register for those if, if you are interested in attending. Sounds like fun. That's what I got. Mr. Jeff Pritchard be dealing with those, handling those? Is that? I believe he will be in attendance, yes. Sweet. Yes. All right. So if you don't know Jeff, um, you should get to know him because he's the one who deals with NWA a lot for us. So if you've got questions you need to get answered, um, go hit him up on our website, shoot him an email, and, and he, can, uh, he can help you out. <sighs> what are we saying about... Um, your employee has got cat videos <laughs> streaming on his screen. He's trying to distract me with cat videos. So for those of you who don't know, Sarah's an <laughs> avid cat lover. Did you see Stephen Colbert the other night, by the way? No. Stephen Colbert did a dog adoption section, and at one point oh. they sent a cat out, and he started screaming, no cats, <laughs> and sent it back. I thought, a man after my own heart. Zach so. is... He's the that worst. That's so wrong. He is. All right. Well, <laughs> since we have nothing concrete to cover. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, nothing of substance from here on out. We'll just go ahead and get to the conversation. So once again, this is Zach and I talking about what we learned at Google Next and what you can expect from Google Apps and their G Suite at your district uh, throughout the course of the next year. So Later, Gator. Later. <laughs> everybody. Welcome to the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center podcast. My name is Ben Parker, and I am the Director of Technology here at the Resource Center. And I am joined today by a man of few words. Uh, our, what is your exact title? Technology Coordinator. Yeah. Technology Coordinator, Mr. Zach Davidson. And some of you What's probably, you guys may have interacted with him if you have a, an OPSRC website. He does a lot of work on, on that area and 
many other areas. Anyway, this is a different podcast than normal because typically we bring in an outside guest and we talk about things that are going on in Oklahoma schools and and we love doing that. But today and this week, we wanted to talk a little bit about Google. I know it's you guys are probably sick of hearing me say Google, 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 Google. I say it all the time. I'm always trying to push you some Google product or something Google's doing. I just love the work that they do, and I think it's a great resource, free for schools. And so uh, Zach and I had the privilege last week to go to Google Next, which is a conference they put on there in San Francisco, and they talk about all the fun things that are coming down the road and that are happening with Google products. And so we just wanted to talk about today what we learned at Google Next. So... Zach, any any words here? My, pretty much is that right? Yeah, it was it was a really good conference. Learned a lot of uh, new information. Yeah, so let's talk about some of that new information. See, Zach's it's like I put a mic in front of Zach and he doesn't want to talk into it. That's okay. That's okay. Typical typical tech guy, right? All right. So, um, so things that we uh, we got to see. At, so we flew into San Francisco on Tuesday. Conference started on Wednesday. And so uh, one of the pluses of always going to San Francisco is the food. Ate some really good food. Got to try out some really cool places. But um, Tuesday went and got our badge. And for all you Oklahomans listening, you'll get a kick out of the fact that it was 50-some degrees, 56, 57. Walked down to Moscone, which is the convention center where they had that, and go to grab our badges. And there are Google employees standing in front of uh, Moscone with – T-shirt, a long, long sleeve thermals on underneath it, gloves, beanie, because they're freezing to death in 57 degree weather. Uh, Zach and I were wishing we were wearing shorts. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was wonderful weather. So we grabbed our badge uh, next morning, um, early start to the conference and keynote, and uh, Google announced a bunch of really cool things at their keynote. So we just want to talk about the new things that are coming from Google. So let's cover that first. What's the new stuff coming from Google? Well, the first thing that's coming is called uh, Google Meet. So Google is changing Google Hangouts again, doing another Google video chat again. And so uh, you probably messed with Google Hangouts. And uh, if you have an iPhone or an Android, you may mess with Duo, which is a messaging app from Google. Now they're doing Google Meet. And uh, it's super cool and basically... The way it works is you can create a meeting and just enter a video call, and it's really easy. People don't have to be a part of your organization. They don't have to be a part of your school district, whatever, and you can join a video call. There's no software to install or download. It just works in a browser, and it's really cool. Yeah, that's the best part. It's just you don't want to download, don't want to click 50 different things. You just hit accept or whatever it is, yes, and then you're in it. Yeah, so no no, no downloads, no extensions, no anything. And that's always the worst part of doing Google Hangouts or any video conferencing software. You know, you set up a meeting, you get involved <laughs> with it, you get the invite sent out. People go to join and they're like, oh, wait, it says I'm, you know, they call into the number. It says I'm, I'm downloading this now. Hold on, I got to download this and install it. So that's pretty cool. That you don't have to do that anymore. Also, it will have you can have up to thirty people in a meet chat, which is really cool um, to be able to have uh, a large amount of people in a meeting really easily. And so you can invite by email, calendar share, um, ad hoc. But you can invite people. They come in. They can join your 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 meet your meeting, 
and uh, and it's it's really easy to use. I've I've already tried it here, and so if your school um, has Google Apps, then you can just go in and turn it on in your Google Apps administration, and should be available immediately. Should be available today, so you can go and play with that and try that out. Great way for your classrooms to connect, or for you to connect with the school down the road, or even better, for your teachers connect with teachers at other districts or you to be able to connect with other schools it's kind of kind of nice makes it simple and easy so um really cool we thought that was a really neat announcement they announced that and and we really really like it also with google meet you can do did i say you can have video or audio conference lines because now you can have call-ins so people can just call in from a phone too real easy so something google hangouts didn't have before i mean you could have Google Hangouts call somebody and they could jump in, but this is actually a conference call line that you can pass out. So, yep, pretty neat. So that was the first part. Now, the second part is they're announcing Google Chat. So let's let's get this straight. You have Hangouts, which is chat and video. On the personal side, you have do-over video, and we just talked about Meet, which is more for like businesses, enterprise, and also schools. Um, so if you want to talk about how you use that, whether that's remote learning, uh, remote teaching, connected classrooms, just bringing in business professionals to talk to your students, whatever it might be, love to talk to you about it. So you have that on the video side. On the chat side from Google, you already have an app they call Allo. Mm-hmm. So if you use the phone, that's kind of the personal side, so Allo. We have Hangouts Chat, which you've had all this time. And now they're introducing for business, school, enterprise uh, Hangouts chat. And so chat, if you've ever used uh, Slack, is an app we use here at the Resource Center. And essentially, it's just a messaging app, but it allows you to have channels. So you create like a channel for a project or for a certain subject. And you can invite multiple people to that channel. And then instead of emailing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you put it all in one central place where everybody can see the conversation. And so people can keep up with everything, and it's searchable. Um, it's a really cool way to communicate because it yeah. keeps everybody in the loop. And also, you know, like if you go look at my email, you'll see, you know, ten thousand emails. I don't know how many new ones that I haven't. You know, we just drown an email every day. And so this is supposed to keep us from doing that. You know, it's a chance for us to just be able to follow along the conversation wherever it's at. We can always scroll back through. Obviously, it has integration with Google Drive, so we can share docs and slides and sheets and all that fun stuff, any other files. Now, that is not available yet, but it's going to be available. They're doing testing right now, and it's in the what they call the early adoption program stage. So you might be thinking, okay, I've got G Suite, at Google Apps G Suite, whatever you want to call it, at my school and we always get those things first. Okay, that's called the rapid release program. So when Google releases something new, you get it right away immediately. This is still early adopter, so they haven't even released it to everybody yet. You have to apply to be a part of it. But at some point this year, it'll be available. I think in the third quarter, from what I remember. So third quarter this year becomes available. And then... Um, your school can sign up and use that maybe to communicate. You can have grade level, you know, fourth grade chat and a fifth grade chat and a, you know, or by department, science, math, reading, people to be able to have conversations in your building or with teachers from building to building, share resources, that sort of thing, which is, once again, it's really cool. Makes life super, life super simple, super easy. 
and uh, and it's just a better way to communicate instead of being buried in email. So, anyhow, I mean, you can think as an administrator to be able to kind of browse through every grade level department, head, what department, whatever, and see what people are chatting about, what their challenges are, what they're working on. Uh, makes your life even easier. So it makes teachers' lives easier as well. So I think it'll be a really cool deal for schools. If you want to talk about it, love to talk to you. Just like everything else here, love to talk to you about it. So that's that was the first big announcement, mm-hmm. I think. Was that the first big one? Well, on the podcast, it's the second. What's that? On the podcast, it's the second. You said this is the second thing. Oh, on this podcast? Yes. Man, <laughs> this is going extremely well. Yeah. Um, so no, we said chat and, and meet and chat. So those are the, those are the two big announcements that they started with. They also have some other cool stuff that you're not going to care about, but it's has to do with machine learning and searching and videos, a lot and, of data and cloud and yeah. all kinds of cool stuff. Way in the weeds, um, yes. which is cool stuff going to make your stuff a lot better, but stuff you probably don't care about. All right. So let's talk about other big things that they announced there. Um, Google Docs integrations. Okay, so Google Docs is is now um, getting some some new toys and new pieces to it. So let's start with templating. So I don't know if you've noticed this in Google Drive, but if you go to Sheets, Docs, or Slides Home, they have templates that you can choose from to start a document. And they've had for a little while a place where you can upload your own templates. So you wanted to create a template for your school district, you can create it, upload it, and people can create off of it. So letterheads, PowerPoint presentations or slide presentations, you know, whatever it might be, grade books, or if they just want to build off something that somebody's created, you can have templates. Well, now they have the ability to tie add-ons into that. So Google Docs has these things called add-ons. We talk about them and teach about them, things like Flubaroo and different things that you can use, mail merges and documents, that sort of thing that you can kind of use as add-ons. Now you can go ahead and create a template, add the, put the add-on piece into it, and attach it, and so the template will have the add-on already built in so people don't have to do the heavy lifting of you know, adding the the add-on for their doc and doing all the setup for it, it's just automatically set up. They just have to plug and play and go. So that's pretty cool. That's coming. Um, the other thing that they have uh, coming are some new APIs, which allow people to really uh, make other apps that you might use or other web tools that you use really integrate well with Google Docs and Google Sheets, which is awesome. And also, uh, Google Slides, Google add-ons have only been available in Docs and Sheets. And now... That's coming to Google Slides. So Google Slides will now have add-ons, which the ones they showed were stock images, a Lucid Chart, that sort of thing. Be able to do, you know, in any charting or you know, organizational charts, hierarchy, that sort of thing. So have some of those add-ons coming, which is pretty cool, and I'm pretty excited about that. So like they cover all that. Right way, Zach. I'm waiting for Zach yeah. to tell me if I slipped up on something here. No, no, everything's good so far. You're making me do all the talking, though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you expected on this Woo. one. <laughs> all right, so, um, so we have we have those. So the other thing that they uh, we went to a great session on Google Plus where they talked about how to build a great culture in your company or organization using Google Plus. And so if that's something you're interested in, we can come do training with your organization on how to do that. 
Um, I'm not going to get into all the details here because I would end up spending 40 minutes talking about Google Plus and all the features. Needless to say, they've cleaned it up a little bit and they've found ways to really lock it down to where you can just have it, things focused on your organization, communities just within your organization. So people on the outside can't get in, but you can have these internal conversations about things that are happening with your team and your district and your school, which is which is pretty neat. So I'm pretty excited about that. Love to come do some training for that on that for you if you want, if you want it. So, um, and then we got to go hands on with some Chromebooks, which was pretty interesting. Uh, favorite Chromebook you got to mess with Zach? There's a lot of good ones. The new, uh, the Pro or the Plus? Those are two of them. There's two of them. Okay. The Samsung Pro, the That's Samsung right. Plus. Those are pretty cool. Now those are expensive. Yeah, those are the higher end, five to eight hundred, I think. Yeah, a five. Yeah, five to eight hundred, give or take. But um, uh, super quick, and they have a built-in stylus, which is pretty neat. Uh, so you actually, it's like the Samsung phone. You know, you could punch mm-hmm. it, and the stylus comes out. They're convertibles, so they flip over and they turn into a tablet. It recognizes when you pop out the little uh, pin, so you can write on it and do all kinds of things. Yeah, you automatically get your menu yeah. so you can start start using that stylus. It was really nice. Um, they're super quick. They were really light, really thin. Mm-hmm. It was a really sweet device. So if you want like a high-end device for maybe teachers yeah. or for your administrators, it's a great device because not only does it run Chrome, it also natively already supports Android apps. Yeah. So if there's an app your administrators are using to evaluate teachers or, you know, to just kind of help manage the school, they want to be able to kind of go through and, and do different things on an app. They can do that, use it in tablet mode, flip it back over, use it as a laptop, and they have the stylus there. It's really easy to take notes and, and do some fun stuff. So uh, they were great, 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 great products. What was your favorite? So I was anxious to see one specific laptop. Um, They announced it at the BET conference, and that's in England. And if you've never, if you've been to ISTE, this is kind of like England's version of ISTE, I guess is a good way to put it. That's probably a terrible way to put it for people who actually understand it, but I don't know. That's my best attempt. It's it's (laughs) like ISTE, but in the UK. And they announced um, new Chromebooks, and the new Chromebook they announced that I was interested in is called the Acer Chromebook Spin Acer Spin Eleven Chromebook Acer Spin Eleven Chromebook. And um, they just said it would be available this spring, no pricing information, no availability. And we actually went to a session on managing Android apps in your, on your Chromebooks in your district and um, got some good information. I, during the Q&A portion, I got to ask about the Acer Chromebook Spin 11. Turns out the guy that works at Google who is working with the Acer team on putting that together was sitting right behind me, literally just the seat behind me. So after the session, I cornered him, talked to him a little bit. He said probably, he couldn't really give a date, probably May-ish they'll be available and we should have prices before too long. But if you haven't heard about it, Acer Chromebook Spin 11 is designed just for schools. Okay, so teachers had input on this. And it is a rugged Chromebook, so it's meant to take a beating. It's a convertible, so it's a laptop and you can flip it over and use it as a tablet. It runs the Android apps. You can get a stylus for it, so it does take a stylus input, and those aren't the kind of styluses that you're typically used to where you have to pair them with Bluetooth and it's all this trouble. These are just styluses you grab. You can use it. doesn't matter. No charging, no pairing. 
Um, and it has an antimicrobial screen. So it's supposed to, I guess, keep kids from getting all the germs on it. Yeah, I guess keep it clean. Yep, and all that fun stuff. And it's rugged. Um, and it has a front-facing camera. So when you flip it over in convertible mode, mm-hmm. your kids can use it to film each other or to film whatever it is, a project they're working on. So lots of features in it, lots of cool things for it. And I had been aching just to get information on it. We got to go hands-on and actually play with one, um, which was really awesome. And lighter than we expected, right? Yeah, way lighter. I was expecting a little more heavy-duty being it supposed to be able to handle the kids and whatnot. But, yeah, it was nice. and Yeah, and, and it was uh, it's real thick and rugged. And so when you pick it up, it actually feels pretty natural. And it's it wasn't heavy at all. It's a good little device, and I think if you're in an elementary school where you have, you know, some kids who are still at that tablet phase and some kids who are learning to keyboard and you're getting a cart full of devices, it might be a great option for you because that's something that you can use in tablet mode for your younger ones with Android apps, then put them back in the cart, roll them down the hallway to the fifth graders. They can open them up, start typing on them, using them for research. So... Really, really, really neat devices. Got to see some of those. And here's the best part. All new Chromebooks moving forward are going to use USB-C charging. And you may say, I don't care (laughs) (laughs) if you're an administrator. But here's why you do care. Uh, Chromebooks, when you buy them, they have those chargers, and you're always having to buy extra chargers, and it's a specific charger for a specific device. Moving forward, it's all going to be USB-C cables. So that means you go on Amazon, Order a bunch of them for not a lot of money, and it's just going to work with whatever Chromebook you pick up, right? So you yeah. just plug in every Chromebook, and that's obviously not retroactive. You know, the ones you've already bought, Legacy, you're going to have to use those. But moving forward, it's just going to work universally, and that means they'll charge quicker. So if they are down, they'll be able to plug it in, get that charge faster, and it's going to work with mm-hmm. no matter what devices you have. So if you're mixing a match and have some Lenovo, some Acer, some, you know, whatever you'll be able to just kind of plug it in and roll, which is pretty exciting. I thought that's a cool deal. No, that's pretty legit. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's talk about the other piece, and this is the one that I tweeted about while I was there. Um, And I've known about this one for a little while. It's called the Jamboard. So Google announced this a while back. They announced the Google Jamboard. They just said, hey, this is an early adopter program. We actually applied for it here at the Resource Center, but they only chose to talk to a guy on the Jamboard team at Google Next. They only uh, selected 40 companies worldwide to, to use it with. But I think they kept it U.S., but 40 companies to work with. And so uh, what it is is it's a 55-inch TV on a cart. You can also get a wall mount if you wanted. So 55-inch TV screen, and it's got an HDMI input, on the back, so you can switch inputs, but built into that TV is a Chrome device, and it runs uh, a version of Chrome OS that supports what they call the Jamboard. So it's what it is, is it is a whiteboard, okay? Oh, here are the specs on it. It's a 55-inch 4K ultra-high-def display. Um, it's a wide-angle camera that's built into it, uh, down-firing speakers. It's got an NFC module, so... Um, if you want to have any NFC tools, you can inter- interact with it. Um, it's got Type-C USB, uh, HDMI 2.0, USB 3.0, and it uses a fine tip, passive stylus, and eraser. And so it's just this TV up on a cart, right? 
and it's a whiteboard. And so you can literally walk up to it, pick up the pen, start drawing. Um, you can pull in, you can put up post-it notes, you can pull in images, videos, things off the internet and put on there. You can scribble, draw. It does handwriting recognition. Mm -hmm. So if you write on there like you would on a whiteboard, it will turn it to text if you have it on. Um, Zach here even wrote in some terrible cursive. Yeah, I have terrible handwriting and I wrote out, I forgot what it was, like, hey, how are you? And it it did it with no problem, changed it all to, you know, actual text that you can send in because it's tied in with G Suite. So you can save all your boards, you can send them, share them, do whatever you want with them. Yeah, and so when you're done, instead of having to take that picture of a whiteboard like or yeah. write do not erase, mm -hmm. you can literally just save it and it saves that scene that that whiteboard to to drive and you can import Google Drive docs into it. You can even have people video chatting. It has a video camera so they can see you and you can see them and their little video chat box on the board live what's happening. You they have an app for it. So I could be using a phone and adding to it or a Chromebook and adding to it. Um, where I see the advantage for schools instead of buying a smart board for a lot of money and then projecting onto it and spending a lot of money on projector or a smart board overlay so I can avoid, avoid the projector. This actually uh, is built-in integration into Google Google uh, Drive G Suite app. And uh, talk about your, your students being able to interact with it, right? would be mm -hmm. just a huge plus. So you can write things up there, interact with it. They can interact with it live while it's happening. Yeah. Um, you can have classroom-to-classroom -classroom interaction where you're chatting back and forth. You can have two jam boards working together. So if you had a classroom and you were partnering with another teacher, you guys could be working on the same project at the same time. Yep. Which is really cool. They're gonna they'll have an app with it. So you on your phone, you can draw on your phone and then send that to the jam board to show others right. or whatnot. Yeah, you can even start a jam a whiteboard on mm -hmm. your phone and then just share it up to the automatically put it on the jam board. Uh, and it doesn't use Wi Fi to do that. It uses Bluetooth so you can walk up to it. Um, Bluetooth, put your put your board up there. So it's pretty neat. Um, they cost four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Okay, Not bad. so when you're talking about smart in comparison with smart board, still holds up value. Um, they have a six hundred dollar annual management fee that goes with it. So I don't know how much I like that. Um, I think they probably feel like that's necessary to start. Though it's only going to be three hundred dollars a year. They've got a discount going. Mm -hmm. Um, so I asked them specifically about education because everything they did when they mentioned this was business, enterprise, business, enterprise. And so they told me they wanted to use it for education and that if you uh, – that education G Suite users would be able to use the Jamboard app, so that would be available. But they said when they first release, there's not going to be a lot of them, and they're going to give them to enterprise first. Um, and so as stock builds up, they will be available for – um, for education customers. So probably uh, this fall, later this fall, winter, um, they'll be available for for schools to pick up and to try them out. So I'm, I'm excited to try to get my hands on one so that I can show it off to you guys. If you just search on the internet, Google Jamboard, you're going to get some videos that you can watch. They're really entertaining. They probably can explain it better than I've just tried to explain it. Um, so, But it's a great product, and I think it's good for education. And uh, I think it's uh, it's a pretty neat, pretty neat little deal. So uh, definitely worth worth looking into. So yeah. All right. Um, what else did we? Oh, uh, what else did we learn uh, at Google? We learned a lot. I mean, it felt like everywhere we went, we were picking up 
something from somewhere. Uh, got a lot of really cool stuff out of um, app scripting. So one of the things we would like to do is maybe build a little tool where superintendents could use it to approve purchase orders. Uh, something we've talked about maybe trying to get into and build, which would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you can import it into your uh, G Suite and use it at your place so people could submit a purchase order and you could approve it. So and we're super excited about that and just some of the things that we're going to try coming out of that and all the new stuff we have to come and talk to your school about. Um, uh, there's just so many different things. We didn't even talk about with Drive. They now have Team Drives, um, which mm-hmm. is I think that's a pretty big deal. Uh, you may be saying, okay, what is what is a team drive? What a team drive is, in Google Drive, we all have had this experience in the past. You create a folder, you share it with a bunch of people, but then if one person contributes a lot and they leave the organization, they leave the district, then all their files, depending on how your team handles it, whatever, they go with them or they're still attributed to that user. And sometimes it makes it hard trying to get those documents or dealing with them. Now you can create a team drive, so a drive within Google Drive, you can assign it to a team, so third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, science, ELA, however you want to do it. And then every document that's created in there is shared between everybody that is that has that, that drive access. So that means one person isn't just the owner, belongs to everybody in the team. And then when people move on, you don't have to worry about access, and it just makes it easier to share things between people. You still have the ability to say, hey, I only want these people editing or whatever, but Everybody has access to the documents. So it's a really cool feature. Just lots of stuff coming out of that conference. And we'd love to come to come chat with your, your district and, and your school and talk about uh, how you can get the most out of it. So, Zach, anything else I forgot? No, I think we pretty much covered it all. Except for Pachi's Pizza. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah. We went to a Chicago. And we got made fun of for going to <laughs> eat Chicago-style pizza while we were in San Francisco. Yeah. But... Um, it was so good. We went to Pachi's Pizza and a bunch of fun little places. And San Francisco area is just great. Um, but um, we got to go and got to learn a whole lot and really enjoyed the experience. And so uh, we feel like we've brought a lot of good information back to, to help help you uh, do more, be more efficient uh, in what you do, which is trying to, uh, to educate kids and, and really, really uh, do, do good things in your school district. So uh, with that... I guess we'll just we'll wrap this up and call that a show. Uh, as always, you got questions, feel free to pick up the phone and call me, 405-651-9215. That's my cell phone number. Call me. Sometimes it's hard to get a hold of me because I do trainings. If not, email me, ben.parker at opsrc.net. Love to answer any questions. Love to come to your school district and talk to you about, uh, about Google. All right, we'll see you guys.